Hello there, listener, and welcome to the Bethlehem COVID cast. Now, we all know how much nurses and doctors have helped us during this pandemic. However, we also know how stressful the pandemic is. In this interview, I, Haley Foster, will be interviewing Rachel Young, who is a nurse at Baptist Health Hutton. Here we go. Can you describe to me how the pandemic has affected you personally and your job as well? Yes. So, originally when this pandemic started, um, I work in surgery in the operating room. So, for us, it changed our entire policy and our protocol on how things were done in the OR. So, none of our patients could come to surgery unless they were COVID-19 tested or unless it was deemed an emergency. And if it was deemed an emergency, then everybody had to wear N95s, we had to wear gowns, we had to wear shoe covers, hats, um, face shields, pretty much any form of PPE that we could find we had to put on and wear. Um, and those patients then had to be recovered in their actual operating room. And from there, they would go straight back to the floor. Um, so for us, that was not normal. We, that was not how surgery went for us. So now even all patients still we have to check and make sure they have a COVID-19 test before they can even come to surgery. So a lot of times patients are even being delayed on surgical procedures because it's taken roughly three days to get test results back. So if they don't have a test and the surgery can wait, then we'll put them off, you know, three to five days before we can even get them into surgery. Right. And then for me personally, it affected my own family and myself because you would go to work and then you would come home and you would feel like, well, what if I'm bringing it back to my family? What if I ran into it and I didn't know it because not yeah. everybody shows symptoms. And then you take it to your job so, and it's like, oh no, you know? Yes, exactly. You don't want to take it back to your family or even your, you know, grandparents. Yeah. Because a lot of older people haven't done well with it. So you're worried, you know, am I going to get grandma sick and grandma's going to end up on a ventilator? So it was very eye-opening as far as I didn't go around my own family for roughly probably a month. And my boyfriend's family, we didn't go around for probably a month and a half, two months. Just because we didn't want to take the risk because he knew with me and the job that I had, we didn't want to get anybody sick. So it was hard being away from, you know, family and all you got was FaceTime calls, phone calls, until we kind of got a little more of a grasp that... You know, a lot of times it's people with comorbidities that were tending to end up on ventilators. But even now, you know, we're seeing young kids get put on ventilators with it. And, you know, it, the sad part is that nobody knows really how it's going to affect anybody because it affects everybody so differently. One person can be totally fine, have like a little small headache and a sniffle for a couple of days, and that's it. And then you get, you know, somebody else who's on a ventilator and they die six days later or something so it's been very eye-opening to see an illness that can do so much yeah. and you know from hardly nothing to you know people are dying from it yeah all right so do you think your uh the pandemic has affected your job positively at all um possibly um not as much positively as it did negatively. Positively, though, I think it has helped make nurses more aware of how important it is for family members to be with their family during any, you know, any 
part of it, you know, whether they're in ICU or they're coming to surgery. Yeah. Because we've had people having emergency surgeries and we can't even bring their families. You know, like their mom or their dad can't even be with them. So that's been hard to watch, but I think that it's given nurses a lot more compassion in realizing just how much and how important it is to have families there and to make sure that we take the time with our patients and reassure them that they're safe and they're going to be taken care of because in this world there's just a tendency that you know we just got to get them better that's all we think about but sometimes you have to look at the outside factors um so i think it definitely has helped nurses kind of open their eyes um and i think it's made our management more eye open to the kind of care that we provide as nurses and just what we do as far as on the front lines with really sick patients. So it's been nice to have the appreciation from, you know, our upper management. That's been great. Well, that's probably a good thing, you know. Probably going to help out in the future after this uh, ends. Yes, yes, yes. So what did you do uh, during your job? Did Did the pandemic change it at all, or was it mostly just the same? Uh, totally changed. Usually in the OR, we ask like five main questions when we go get a patient. Now we have to ask, you know, have you been symptomatic with COVID? Do you feel like you have COVID? And then we look and make sure that they have the COVID test done. Um, we have to wear face shields and masks at all times now in the OR. Um, it used to be that we didn't have to do that. So it's changed totally as far as policies and everything um, coming back to surgery for us. So that's been a major change. Even for us, just walking in the building has been a major change. Now we have to stop. We scan our badges. We have to get temperatures taken. We have to answer questions before we can even report to work. So that's been difficult. And if you do have a temperature, then a lot of times we'll send you home. But you still receive an attendance point for not coming to work. Even though you came to work, you just had a temperature and didn't know it. And so when they check you at the front door, you can still receive a point for not coming to work if you have a low-grade temperature or whatever. So that's been uh, kind of hard on people because there's been some people that have considered missing work even though, you know, they normally would have been at work if we weren't taking temperatures. Yeah, I can imagine that's probably pretty stressful for you guys and the people coming in. So. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um. All right. So, were you ever let off from work at all? I was. Um, I actually had a two-week furlough because they had shut down all operating rooms except for emergency procedures. So, they had people either volunteer or you were mandated furlough, and I chose to be off. So, I had a two-week furlough where I was off of work, and that was interesting. I've never had to file for unemployment, and I did. And I had nurses that have worked for 30-plus years, and they've never been furloughed as a nurse because there's such a shortage. But when they're not doing surgeries, there's just, you know, they had no reason to keep all of us there. So I had to learn to file for unemployment, and then I had to wait for that money to come in, which took a while. So I went without a paycheck for two weeks. Um, I had to pay my health insurance benefits out of pocket because I didn't have a paycheck for them to come out of. So... In a way, it was nice to have two weeks off of work, but it kind of sucked. It, it kind of messed with everything because, yeah. Yes, because I was waiting on money and 
paying my health insurance out of pocket and things that I originally did not plan for. Yeah. So, yeah. So, when you were off, did you ever find yourself having, like, nothing to do at all, or was it more just kind of like you had a lot of things to do once you had some off time? Um, for me, it was I had a lot of things to do because I was in the process of buying our house. So, it was one of those where I wanted to get things painted and work on some stuff around the house and kind of fix things up. So, for me, the two weeks was still beneficial, even though I had to pay some stuff out of pocket. I still got to kind of stay home, get the whole buying the house process taken care of and working on some stuff. So, that was nice. All right, so did you ever consider changing your job in the pandemic? No. Okay. Um, even though the things at work got a lot more stressful and we had a lot more concerns and had to do a lot more, I never once considered changing my job or not being a nurse. Um, just because when I signed on to be a nurse, we take an ethical oath and it doesn't really matter necessarily what's wrong with your patient you're just there to make them better so I couldn't imagine having any other job than what I'm doing taking care of people um and especially in a surgical area because we have a lot of patients that come in that are scared and they need somebody there that's just that calming factor somebody that can look at them and be like I promise we're you know you're safe we're going to take care of you so even though things kind of changed with my job I still couldn't imagine doing anything but being a nurse well, that's really nice. I like that. Makes me feel nice and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. It's good Good morning stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> so how long have you worked at your job? I've worked at, well, it used to be Hard Memorial, and now it's Baptist Health Harden. And I've worked there for three years total. Um, I did a year as a nurse extern which meant I was in nursing school, but I still got to do some nurse things, like start IVs and put public catheters in. So I did that for a year. Then I worked in the NICU for a year, and now I've been in the operating room for a year and a half. So I've done about three years at um, Harden altogether. So. And it's been a great place to work. They're wonderful. The staff's great. Our management's great. I really can't complain. I do have a a wonderful hospital that I work at. Well, I'm glad you enjoy your job, you know? Sometimes it's hard yes. to, to find a job that you important. can enjoy, yeah. Yes. Now, away from the pandemic, do you have any pets? I do, actually. Um, I have a lot of pets. We have cows and sheep and goats and then five dogs. Oh, Three wow. Three guard dogs and two of them are actual pet dogs, so... <laughs> We definitely stay busy with animals around here. Well, yeah. So they're not like farm animals; they're just kind of like pet animals. Well, they're they're mixed. Um, some of them are just farm animals. Some of them we just sell and get rid of, and then some of them we have as kind of pets that we keep every year and keep breeding back, and then we just sell their offspring. Uh. So some of them we just kind of keep just to watch them grow and see what kind of babies they produce. So in a way, they're like pets but they're also farm animals because we just want to make sure that we're keeping up our pedigree on any kind of animal that we sell. So, and then I have one cow. I call her Little Red, but she's a pet cow. She's not going anywhere because I can just walk up and pet her wherever she is. So, 
most of our cows, though, we kind of sell, tend to sell, um, but they're registered stock, so. Uh, well, I'm glad you have a favorite, you know? <laughs> you yes. gotta have favorites. A favorite cow, that's not a normal thing, usually. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can, well, I mean, you can have a favorite in anything, you know? Yes, very true, you can. Yeah. You know, I hope this hasn't taken up too much of your morning. No, it has not. Not at all. You know, I don't... The last thing I want to do is delay you for your job while talking about your job. So. <laughs> no, you are fine. I don't go in until later today. Ah. All right, well, I think that's all I have for you at the moment. Okay. That ends this episode of the Bethlehem COVID cast. I'm Haley Foster, and this has been my interview with Rachel Young. Thank you for listening.